there. This is The Old 77, a show where we pick a topic, but rarely stick with it. Warning, foul language may occur due to the subject matter. Call or text The Old 77 listener line at 573-246-0779. This is the one and only Old 77. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome. This is the Old 77. We are a safe place. In an unsafe world. Hey, Matt, what's going on? Scotty, how are you? Dude, doing well. We got a good show for you today. We do. We, we do. have something set up for you all. Mm. It's a, a name that you've heard many, many, many times in this market and all over the state of Missouri. That's right. And he covers a lot of news, like big news down at the Capitol here. Because we are, it's hard to believe that this town is so so small as it is it has that it really does have that small town feel and uh this is the capital of the state he really is your local kind of news celebrity guy he's the guy but he's like the nicest dude in the world <laughs> right like the guy would literally he doesn't get more his back he doesn't get more like sincere and and we've worked with this guy and and yeah, yeah. i mean i, I can no honestly I would fight for this dude. I would oh, jump in front of a train I gotta tell you, for this guy. Mm, I can't wait for you to hear it. It's a super he's good show. That he's he's such a nice person. I've never met a guy like him ever. I would fist bump somebody in the face for this man. Oh, so would I. Yeah. <laughs> I would run through a wall for you, sir, if you're listening to this, which I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> Fist pump, baby. Fist pump. Mm. You're awesome. You're awesome. So uh, that is coming up uh, here in just a little bit, and we'll reveal more on that. But first, we need to thank our Patreon subscribers, Toby yes. Dean. Thank you, Toby, for thank you, Toby. Uh, going to Patreon.com. Right. And right now, Toby is our lone subscriber. If you would like to subscribe to the show, you can get this show early. Uh, and there's many more benefits along with different subscription plans. We have five of them. And listen, guys, jump on the, the old 77 train. We yeah. are growing. Mm. We have the stats to prove it on yeah. Anchor. Our stats are, uh, are are starting to get quite impressive. We, we have are. Anchor stats. We have Apple, Pods, uh, mm-hmm. Apple Podcast stats, Google stats now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have the information to back these claims up. Yes, and uh, also we are everywhere because I've submitted us everywhere. There are even posters around town. Yeah, there, there's even local posters. Go here to in w- Jeff City when you walk into West Main Pizza and you look to the right or left, you will see our poster. There was as of a couple of weeks ago, and Jay Finney's. Yeah, too. and Jay Finney's front and back. Uh, oh, oh wow! If we're if we're gonna call out our poster people, then hold on. Let's let me, do it. Get let, the list let, out. Let me get Scott. my Come list on. out. So we are live and local, right? Baby. This yeah, and and you know we want to do more local stuff, and I feel like going out and walking around and meeting people and handing out posters, shaking hands, kissing babies, right? Petting dogs. I mean, that's what virtual it's all about. kissing babies. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sniffing anyone's hair. So a big thanks to our uh, our poster uh, friends here in Jeff City. Uh, as of eight three, we had posters. in in Yo Yums, Yo Yums, Jimmy John's, both downtown and West Side, mm. Mod Pizza. I love Mod Pizza. Mod, it's so funky in there, and you can get anything you want. Jay Finney's, big ups to Jay Finney's. They, they asked for two posters. Appreciate it. Uh, we were at the Library, West Main Pizza, Slackers, uh, that '60s store, Starbucks, Jersey Mike's. Mm-hmm. What 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 what? Orschlands. That was my favorite. I've got a picture of the Orschlands. So I've got this. I've got this guy skeet shooting. 
and it's talking about the old 77 it. it's great it. and it's it's perfect for Orschlands and uh, our friends up at Panera now also we have posters uh, as of 86 in Como mm-hmm. so we are at Slackers in uh, Columbia uh, we have two of them at Hotbox Cookies two of them at the East Side Tavern and four posters on the downtown billboards so thank y'all. So thank you guys. If you're listening to yes. this. If you're a business and you said, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely take one of those posters. Thank you. We also want to uh, point out to everyone who had joined our Facebook group. Right. Thank you very much for following us. Yeah. Um, also to uh, my friend Doug, uh, Doug Bond and his, um, his podcast. It's called DB's Arcade. Shameless plug. Yes, let's do more of that. And then also our friend in New Zealand. Oh, yeah, JT. I want to try and work out a deal if I can get JT because there's such a time difference. If we can actually get him on the show. But yeah, JT on the Paranormal Sun. I'd love to get that guy on. And some dude in Ireland. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Some guy in Dublin. Yes, if if you would, man, send us us an email. We're uh, at... uh, the old seven seven podcast at gmail.com. Let us know your name. We'll give you a shout out, man. Yeah, send Absolutely. us a uh, virtual pint of Guinness. Yeah, I will happily drink a virtual <laughs> pint. <laughs> I'll go out and get a whole pint. Hell yeah, man! Oh, but it's been it's been yeah. a great last couple weeks of episodes. Um, and it's been so all over the place too. We so. had JP in here. Yeah, and we're hopefully we're gonna have JP back. He wants to come. back. He wants to come back. Yeah, he's a very interesting fella. We're glad to have Dave here. Yeah, and uh, Dave's just a great addition to our show. And speaking of these guys, these are all people that we work with, yes. all friends of the show, if you will. These guys, you know, these guys, before we even had a show, we were talking about with. And that's kind of where this came from. It's like, you know what? We have such interesting conversations. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we recording And we this? know tons of characters. Like, so many characters. And that's characters. what people love, man, are characters. The cast of characters just is endless. Very <laughs> and you can find them nowhere else other than here in Jefferson City. And we work with a lot of talented people. So, so many talented yeah. people. Yes. So we're very so lucky to have to be surrounded by so many like interesting folks. Absolutely, man. Because if it wasn't for these guys, we would have a decent show, I feel. But these guys really take it up a notch, you know? I think so. We bring more and more in and get more diverse. And and I'd really, I can't wait to see where we can take it from here. Absolutely. You know, and, and if you feel like you would like to become a part of the old 77, feel free to go to patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast and Become a member of the show. Help ensure future podcasts. And, you know, we're everywhere as far as platforms go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Join well, my yeah. Facebook group. We're on Twitter, um, Snapchat, YouTube. You know, Scott, one, am I missing something? At one time, I Oh, had, we're on iHeart now. Yeah. Uh, uh, tune in. Tune in, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Music. Um, but if you have a business and breaker. you want to talk about it, oh yeah, you yeah. are more than welcome to come on. Uh, for instance, my buddy Mike Overcamp, he is a huge Jeff Cityite. This guy wants to come on to our show. He was texting me last night. Really? He wants to come on and talk about Jeff City. He's Heck from yes. here. He grew up here. He knows the ins and outs to this city. And, and uh, you know, we're all about being local and all, Scott. Oh, yeah. And, and we've said this before, but, you know, we're not from here, but this is home. This is home. This is home. And you know, I want to highlight home. People are like, well, how do you like cope with it? Because you're from such a big city. Well, because I'm from a big city, 
I like living in a small town. And see, that's the beauty of it. Matt is from Philadelphia. The living is easy, man. And I'm from the middle of nowhere in middle Illinois. Yeah. Like, literally. It takes me seven minutes to get to work. Yep. Traffic is nothing. I mean, there's some traffic, but it's not like big city traffic. It takes me... Right. I mean, to get anywhere, really, it's ten minutes. And it's a great quality of life. I live in a great neighborhood. Right. You can't know what? And, 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 and the people, man, I, I just can't get over how nice everyone here is. It's like everyone has your back. You know, it, they really are. It's really a sense. Like, it, it, I thought it was strange when somebody told me when I was thinking about moving here that you can go downtown and you could run into somebody that you've seen, you know, mm-hmm. two, three weeks ago. You know, you see people every time you go downtown. Mm-hmm. And so it's, hey, hey. And I was like, whatever. That ain't going to happen here. And sure enough, you know, within six, seven months, I was meeting people that... Hey, yeah. you know, and it was happening. Absolutely. And like in big cities, you have that like six degrees of right. separation. Here, it's like three degrees of separation. And where I'm from, there's no degree of separation. Like, you know, everyone and everyone knows you. And everyone knows your dog. And they know your dog. <laughs> right. Like we had a community dog, you know. We shared one. We shared a dog with seven other families. He it's was like, just happy to bounce around. Who gets the right to name that guy over there? <laughs> Everybody had their own name for that dog. Hey, that's Rover. Take over, baby. It was Scooby and yeah. Rover, and we had Red, and Red. his name was Gomer. Red's a good name. Yeah. Red's a really good dog We almost name. named Murphy, yeah, Red. That would have been a really good name for your yeah. dog. Because he's a ginger. Yeah, he is. That, yeah. yeah, that would have been a great name. But, um, yeah, man, we're, we're, we're here. We're not going anywhere. We no. want to grow this thing, and we want you to grow with us. Right, absolutely. And we have a plan for you on our Patreon page. Yes. So they're for $50 a month. And it'll bill you straight away, but for $50 a month and then thereafter, we will actually create either a live ad for you. We'll work with you. We'll work with you. Because this is what me and Matt do. For a living. For a living. Matt and I, we make commercials for collegiate sports. Believe it or not, we do that. We actually do this. And we've done this. We we was talking the other day. Uh, We have 40 years combined experience. Yeah. It's like amazing. 40, 40 I'm pretty close to 20. Right. I'm, I'm right there. Yeah. I mean, I'm right there. But we, we do this for a living. So we know how to help you grow your business. And if you would like that, and if you've ever advertised before, it's a lot more expensive than $50 Trust me, that's a, a deal. That's a deal. And we will help you. We will craft an ad either live or we can record one for you. And that ad will run the entire length of your sponsorship for as long as you sponsor us. Now, if you're just an average listener, $20 gets you bonus content. Right, it gets you bonus content. It gets you early episodes. It gets you pretty much everything. The stuff you don't hear you can listen to episode right. 16, There is an you epi- have to wait for like there's three th- weeks. Right. There's three episodes right now on, as of this recording, there's Scheduled, three episodes yeah. right now that you haven't heard, and they're on Patreon yeah. for our subscribers only. Why wait when you can get the inside? That's right. Mm, call to action. <laughs> See, we actually do kind of know what we're doing. So, call to action here. This whole podcast thing, look, we had to learn about this. Uh, we had to learn. We're learning on the fly. We're learning on the fly. And but we, you call to action. Go to patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. And we love doing this stuff. Oh, this, yeah, I can't. Honestly, I can't see a time in my life when I'm not broadcasting, mm-hmm. whether I'm doing it for fun or mm-hmm. as a hobby or making money at it yeah. for a living, which yeah. currently we both do. Yeah. Lucky, yeah. lucky enough. Lucky enough. Yeah. Blessed. Blessed enough. Blessed. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 
Absolutely. For $50 a month, that is, that's totally set up for you. Yeah. And yeah. we're not trying to scam you here. We're not trying not to push you into it. We just want to let you know the service is here. And when we grow, when we grow to, to be a, a like, nice form, yeah. formal... Get in on the ground floor, if you thing will. Here. Yeah. People are listening, man. They keep listening. Our numbers yeah. are only going up. And we have the numbers to prove it. As of right now, we're... I think 800 listens over eight, yeah. over 800. And we have an audience roughly 31. around 30, 30, 40 people. Yeah. So, and that's growing. And that's just in three and a half months. Because we started at zero. Zero. I remember seeing the numbers and there was nothing there. It was just Scott and I listening. <laughs> <laughs> listening to ourselves. And those don't count because we, we've added those in. They don't count. Sarah's like, so. you just Sarah's like, you just love li- listening to yourself, don't you? I'm like, but you know what? I actually don't like listening to myself. I've been sure. going I've been going back and critiquing myself. I've been air checking. I have too. Yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. 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 And the show's only getting better because we have guests like today's guest. Mm-hmm. This guy, we have Brian Houseworth on the show. Yes. The I news mean, director. This is the news director of Missouri Net. Yes. We're lucky enough. We're fortunate enough. He's that dude. We work with the guy who, he tells a story today of walking with Senator Josh Hawley. Yes. This guy just is out there doing it. I mean, he's elbows to elbows with people. He, if there's any guy that I would be like, I trust this guy, for me, it's this man. He's right there in session when all these new laws are being passed. He's the first one on the scene, tweeting it out, making sure everything, everything is accurate. And he's, I've never seen this guy go Nonpartisan. All, right. He's so nonpartisan, but, but he's so accurate. I mean, he fact checks himself like crazy. He's always worried about that, as any good reporter is. You yeah. know? If there's one guy in this state that you want to really rely on. Like, like actual and, journalism. Right. Like pure journalism. And we were talking about that Brian is, is so right on the money. I, I trust House. Yeah. And we're not just saying this because we're friends with him. No. No. Legitimately. Like, like he I, is a I, true I, professional. Right. I'd heard this guy before I got here. And, you know, he, he in the news world. Yeah. And he's amazing. He's got some great stories. And too. he's so polished. Brian's great. Yes. And, and I feel like this is the perfect prime example because you don't get this side of Brian Houseworth. You get... One minute or, or two minute newscasts, yeah. fist or, bump, maybe. right? Or a fist bump in the hallway because he's awesome. so busy. He is. The guy is. I mean, he's the first one there and the last one to leave. And I, I've witnessed this literally. Like his work day gives me anxiety. <laughs> it does. I'm like, how do it, you do it, does. it, dude? He's a machine. He's a machine. This guy has earned like, oh, I mean, he's got so many, so many awards over the years. And it's really easy to find him. And, and it is. <laughs> it is. You just type his name in and Google it and he just well, pops up. What do we got here? We got his four different uh, sources. Right. We've we've got basically we we found his resume online. Yeah. So he, Brian has at least 22 news awards and citations as of 1997. It's incredible. That that's a nice that's a nice little nice little chunk there. So he yeah. is our gem in Missouri. This is a this is a, this is a great interview for both of us. I, I'm 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 proud to interview Brian Houseworth, and we'll we'll get to him here coming up in just a bit. Yeah. But first, again, if you would like to become a sponsor of the show, you would get this episode. If you did sponsor our show, you would get this episode an entire week early. Mm-hmm. So kudos to you. Now, if you have any questions about anything, just email us. Yeah. The old 77 podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. Yes. And check us out on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. 
So we will have Brian Houseworth. <laughs> Missouri Nets own. Brian Houseworth is yours. The house. Coming up next. memories. Pregnancy, kids growing up, family, senior year of high school, getting engaged. You want to keep those moments forever. But the problem with most photographers is they decide which moments you keep. They'll sell you a single picture or a big all-inclusive package that might include photos you don't want at a cost that's outside of your budget. That's why I don't. You decide. A single photo, a single hour, you choose. You get all of your edited photos, everything, at Andrew Marie Photography. You get quality photos at prices you can afford. After all, they're your memories. Find us on Facebook, Andrew Marie Photography and Custom Design. Welcome back to the old 77. It's a safe place in an unsafe world. And today's guest is a two-time recipient of the Journalism Foundation of Metropolitan St. Louis Award and scholarship. Also selected to the 40 Under 40 in Jeff City and has earned numerous news awards and citations since 1997. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Brian Houseworth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is a pleasure to be with you, Scott. So, and a pleasure to be with you, Matt, as well. Brian, we've worked with you here yeah. at work forever mm -hmm. and it, it's it you are the one of the most interesting guys around i gotta say could you give us a glimpse yeah. into your you, just your everyday daily routine yeah and i'll tell you i i appreciate you mentioning some of those uh the honors that the 40 under 40 seems like it was Holy just cow. yesterday and that right. was in 2002 uh, yeah here in jeff city and i i see some of the billboards of some of the people that were in that particular group with me and some of them now have gray hair i can tell you that <laughs> here in town but the, that brings back a lot of memories there's it's it's really hard to say if there is such a thing as a typical day, um, Scott, because it all depends on if the legislature is in session, mm -hmm. right? And it depends on, especially right now, they are in a special session that the trajectory has basically changed because the House Republicans announced yesterday that they are going to take the crime bills up one at a time as opposed to an omnibus bill. That is going to extend it. it should, it's at least going to push it back until August 25th, I think probably longer than that. I think we're easily going to be in December. Oh, yeah. Uh, because there's just so much there. So that kind of tells you. And when that's going on, um, and then this week we've had some flooding issues in the St. Louis area, mm -hmm. and Jill Enders has been reporting on that. There there always seems to be something. There's that, been a ton of flash flooding. Yes. A lot lately. Yeah, there has. And, um, you know, uh, Matt, it's a, it's a great point because weather kind of takes priority. And if you look at uh, where we have a way to track our website hits in terms mm -hmm. of what people are interested in, and they definitely are interested in politics, but if it's between politics and weather, even though we have a very political audience on both sides are interested in the independents as well, 
weather does very well. Yes. So um, I, I, your point's well taken, but we haven't had the tornadoes that we've seen in recent years. That's that's the unusual thing. Thank, thank, God, thank goodness. Right? Yeah. 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 I was here uh, last May when the oh, yeah. uh, tornado went through Jefferson City. It was horrible. Was, well, was and you, you were night. all over the place that day, too. So yeah. that, I can use that to roll into my next question. Mm-hmm. How would you best describe your reporting style as opposed yeah. to others? Yeah. What well, sets Brian Houseworth <laughs> apart? I like to go to the Capitol to be there for press conferences. I like to go to the Capitol for debate. Now, Scott, that's hard to do. That is. Uh, there there was some time where actually the Capitol was closed to the public. Mm-hmm. And Especially now in the pandemic? Yeah, it's, it's opened back up, but we still have to be very careful. For instance, at the special session, we know that at least four people have tested positive for COVID-19. Wow. What we I don't didn't know that. Know, yeah, and we've reported it, but it hasn't gotten much attention. What I don't know, and, and I, I understand why we don't know because of privacy, we don't know if those are lawmakers, if those are Capitol staff members, or right. they could be Capitol reporters. Sure, yeah. Because Absolutely. all of us were eligible that worked in that building to take to take a, a free test, and they would be covered by the CARES Act. So four, they're not going to release who they are, and whoever those four are, quarantining, mm-hmm. and they've yes. obviously cleaned the building. But I really like to mm-hmm. go when I can. Uh, on weather, obviously, if there's flooding going on in St. Louis, which there is today, and I'm not aware of any deaths, although there have been uh, water rescues and things, we have to cover that by, via telephone, obviously. Absolutely. But I do know that with the tornado last year, it came in the middle of the night here in Jefferson mm-hmm. City. We had some flooding right afterwards. But at the time, I elected to stay mm-hmm. here. First of all, I had been on the air almost all day the day before, and we had had tornadoes down in Golden City. I remember uh, that. And I think there were some fatalities at that, two mm-hmm. or three, as I recall. Um, so we, it was in the middle of the night, I had to get a hold of Ashley Bird and Elisa. As I recall, and there was, I believe, a Mississippi State baseball game going on downstairs. I'm almost sure yes, because it went there 17 was. innings. It was mm-hmm. amazing. So there were four of us in the building. So I felt a little bit safer. <laughs> but uh, the tornado didn't mitch, miss our area by much. But it really hit. And in, in I think Anthony Accurso downstairs and I looked mm-hmm. out and we could see it. The sky was basically yes. green. But it was it, very strange. It, that it night. was weird. Yeah. Just a terrible and uh, amazing. No fatalities. Now some family members say a, a family member died like a week later mm-hmm. from, from uh, injuries. But at the night, there were certainly no fatalities, which is amazing. I elected not to go out that night because power lines were mm-hmm. down. It was yes. dangerous. It was dark. So we we decided to stay here. Ashley and Elisa went down, covered the governor's uh, press conference. He had a press conference at 6 o'clock in the morning. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. And he may have had one at 2 in the morning as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, uh, It was just a, a crazy time. And yeah, that the, only hit like uh, right off of um, Ellis. Yeah, yes. that was just, just and, right... Yes. That, Mainly the Lincoln campus, it seemed yes. like. That was right a mile, that, that was at least a mile east of us. Yes. Yeah. Just just a mile. From where you live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, exactly. And it kind of, exactly, uh, Matt and Scott, it went up kind of or down, I'm not sure how you'd say it, the 54 corridor. It took out the Riley Chevrolet, the Riley Toyota. They still have not recovered from, no, from they over haven't. there. They're still in temporary locations. They, they, they the bowling alley. Yeah, the and bowling alley. And that's gone. still, th- that's still that's, down. I think, I think you're right. There's and a huge hole in it still. The yeah. hotel was hit. Yes. The hotel western. Yes. And then if you look, the damage, there was a hardware store that was hit. It look like, just looking at the path, it looked like it was heading a straight path toward Capital Region Medical Center. Mm-hmm. But it kind of veered a little bit to the right and ended up over by the Jeff City High School, and you're right, at Lincoln University. But I do remember that Saturday, it was Memorial Day weekend the following couple days, and I remember on that Saturday, oh, it was so hot, 
I tired. It was a long. We were, of course, you know, my home wasn't hit, so I'm I'm thankful. But we were all exhausted. But I went out and interviewed, and I walked down. Um, it was about East Capitol Avenue with Senator Josh Hawley, mm. and that was amazing. Just it was also very sad seeing yeah. people who had lost everything. And I, some of those were people who had not voted for Hawley. Some of them were war, but they were, they were so happy to have somebody who was there to listen. And I remember some of them couldn't get a hold of their insurance companies. Their phones mm-hmm. were they, – yeah. they had lost everything. Yes. So he had staff there that it really – it put it in perspective. They they couldn't call their insurance company. They, they didn't have a way to get a hold of people. Their phones were gone, and the damage was just incredible. Yeah, we took a drive over there after – like maybe a week after mm-hmm. that happened. And it was all on the east side. Yes. Yeah. And I drove. We drove through that neighborhood, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. It's unrecognizable. It, it, exactly. Well, even today, yeah. those those neighborhoods, especially around the football field at Jeff City High School, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. They're just gone. That's, yeah. That's exactly right. And it's infected and it impacted so many people. You guys are absolutely right about that. Habitat for Humanity came in, and they tried to build homes, and they tried to help people, and they have. Um, and then we had the flooding right afterwards, yep. which mm-hmm. hurt a lot of people. But I do remember after that, uh, and again, it just puts it in perspective. There was a young boy, and it was Memorial Day weekend, so I was I was still working on my Hawley package. And I had interviewed Billy Long because we had the tornadoes in Golden City as well. But Elisa Nelson, my colleague, our managing editor, was here. I believe it was Memorial Day of 19. And over uh, at Thomas Jefferson Middle School, not far from our building mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. there was a shelter that was set up for people. And there was a boy, young boy, maybe five, six years old. I can't remember his age. He was selling lemonade for um, the homeless people over there. And I want to say raise maybe $50. I don't know. Good for him. they were so grateful. And Elisa went over and got sound. And it was very powerful. Just incredible. Actually, almost. uh, I was hard to talk about that on the air because it just, Mm -hmm. they were, the people had lost everything. And they Mm -hmm. were so grateful to this young man. um, And his mother was with him, too. So we had positive. Positive stories out of that, and uh, again, thankfully, no one was uh, no one was killed that night. You know, again, it's great stories like that. I yeah. mean, I Matt and I both we're not from Jefferson City sure. or from Missouri, but sure. we're here now, and mm-hmm. this is this is our town now. This is our home, and yes. so we're trying to promote our home and yes. our town. And it's stories like that that you hear from our town that just gives me goosebumps. Yeah. You know, that pe- there's still yes. decent people yes. out there. there. And there's Absolutely. so much like negativity, especially yes. in our community. And, you know, yes. people and news. You know, news stories are basically blanketed in negativity. Yeah. And we try to get away from that stuff. Yes. And, and speaking yes. of all of that, no, how, how you live in the news bubble. How, yeah. do, how do you how does that affect you and how do you de-stress at yeah. the end of the day? It can be hard and, mm-hmm. um, and very difficult, um, especially with the long hours and, and the stress and the, and the political climate that we're in. I think it's a great question. To your point, I want to go back to something you said and then I'll, I'll answer Absolutely. the question. You guys mentioned the, the town. I did, I did two local radio stints in Jefferson City at uh, KLIK, as you can mm, tell I've from got, my, I've got from it right my here. STA. I have a been. book of Brian Houseworth is, that I found. Man, you're a really I'm, hard guy to find. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which I love SDA, but I'm, oh, I'm they're glad. they're great. And they, they are wonderful. But uh, yeah, I did two stints at KLYK. So I worked in the local community here and covered a lot. And I think what you guys said is so spot on about how generous this community is. We have had tragedies here before. We've had um, tornadoes.
those near Brazito. I right. don't remember one in Jefferson City. We certainly was, have had flooding. There was one a couple, uh, it was a while ago, around yes. Mexico, if I remember yes. right. That, that area, was, too. The yeah. Great Flood of yes. 93. And I remember well, that very well, too. I mean, Were you was, here covering the, the flood I, of 93? I, I was graduating from college about that time, so I was in St. Louis, and I was about to start a job in Carrollton. At, and so I was in the area. I remember coming down and actually meeting Keith Sampson, a, a former member here. Yeah. He actually, got, that's how I first met him. I can, and it, you couldn't get across the river. I had to wait like a couple months because the, the, that bridge was shut down. And then Holt Summit, uh, Cedar City, as we call it, everything was underwater. So it was amazing. But we've seen so much um, generosity in this community. Um, well, the it, outpouring is, is incredible. Yeah, and it's great. But in terms of your question about um, the stress, we live in a, and I've been doing, I graduated in 93, and I was doing news before that. But I think what you said there is spot on, uh, Matt. It's a different climate. We are in, we have almost like a permanent campaign right now that goes on mm-hmm. to whoever, who wins the election. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be Governor Parson or Auditor Galloway. We cover both of them. Mm-hmm. They're both very yeah. accessible with us. Uh, and I don't know. I think we're going to have a close election one way or the other. I think so, too. But whoever wins that is, uh, there's going to be immediately um, a permanent campaign for the next election cycle. And we've kind of seen that. So that can be stressful. The, I, I don't want to use the term partisanship, but the it's a different environment to when I, I first started. Oh, definitely. In, in the 90s, mm-hmm. um, things were much more bipartisan. You would see lawmakers of different parties out to dinner in public. Now I don't see that hardly at all. Mm-hmm. They might be, a, maybe they do it. They don't do it in public because they're probably, first of all, most of them don't get along politically. But also the other thing to keep in mind is um, if you're seen with a member of the other party, you could be seen as somebody that should be defeated in a primary, for right. instance. Mm-hmm. So and that's gener- sad. It, it, to it be is. fair, sure. as an outsider looking in, to yeah. me, that's sad. Because that shouldn't be the case. Like, on our show, mm-hmm. Matt and I have a very varying degree of opinion. Sure. And we can come together and we can argue about sure. it and show right. that we can still be friends after it all. And and I, I totally respect that and I think that's great. But it's it's difficult now in this environment. Nationally, I can't imagine what, what they oh. do, but it's hard enough um, statewide. That's a whole that, other thing. That's, yeah, that's, that's another three-hour show. Yeah, that's another show for another <laughs> yeah, time. Absolutely. And yes, I, 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 again, that's that's gotten different. But I try to, um, I pray, I go to church. Um, play I, golf. I, I do play golf. I try to play golf. You are an avid golfer. Uh, yeah, that's right. Not, this, not game is, this game is like I, semi-pro. I've heard Brian's game is, is legendary. <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> it helps certainly stress, but I also, um, you have to take time for yourself as best you can. But Absolutely. it's hard because we have just so much going on mm-hmm. and then weather and everything else. So it's Your life gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> With everything the way going you're on. Just, I well, tell you're you. so busy all the time. And every time yeah. I see you, you're like, I got to go and I got to cover this. <laughs> I, I come to work. And I'm yeah. like, oh, Brian's my God, at Brian's, work. Yeah. Brian's on top of it. Yeah. I go home at it, night. It, Brian's at work. I'm still here. He's but still if, here. If there's one voice yeah. that you yeah. can count on yeah. in mid-Missouri and even in the state of Missouri for news, finding the news truthfully, it is you. And I appreciate that. I, you but, know, even before I moved here. I had heard you. Mm-hmm. You were the only one that I've ever heard from mm-hmm. where we work that I'd heard outside. That's a, that's a as an outsider. News. 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 Okay. News. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it makes me feel good. I'll tell you, the uh, and the lawmakers I hear from both sides of the aisle, a lot of the same thing. 
I try to uh, may, may not always like everything I report because obviously I have to sometimes they get criticized, but they do know I'll treat them fairly. And that is very important that I'll be as accurate as possible. And that's the other thing. Even um, Matt and Scott on the quote unquote non-controversial bills, um, they have gotten so complex. I cover budgets in the budget in and I, I'd have to go back and look, but let's just say the state budget in 1995 when I first came to town and I'm going, this is just a strict guess. It was probably eight or nine billion dollars. It, it might be a little bit lower than that. We're now at 36 billion. We were at 31 billion a year ago. Well, it jumped up because of federal money. And I cover a lot of the budget hearings and the testimony that goes on. And those are just loaded with information because you get I, I mean, for instance, the Amtrak that goes across the state. That may seem simple, mm-hmm. but it's twice daily passenger train service across the state. And I was here on a Sunday back in March. I covered a five-hour hearing, and it sounds simple, that Amtrak story, but I had to talk to the lawmakers on both sides and the chairman just to understand because it was so complex. That is the other thing that has changed with the budget getting so big. And actually, I wrote everything down. I knew I had it correct, but there were a few things that weren't going to be right. So I'm glad. And I always do. And I check with the chairman. His name is Cody Smith. He's from Carthage. And I also interviewed Representative Rasheen Aldridge, who is mm-hmm. a Democrat, very well known in St. Louis. And he is uh, he's been involved in some of the protests. I didn't interview him about that in March, but he was t- he was one that had been writing the Amtrak. He was very helpful for that story as well. And I'm, I'm using that as an example that I talked to Representative Aldridge and to the chairman non-controversial story. I mean, the vote was fairly close, but it really wasn't controversial. The question was whether or not the state should spend the money for the extra train service. But just to tell that story took a long time Mm -hmm. because I had to get confirmation of what it was because it was so complex. And I I think if we're, if something about as simple as train service is that complicated, imagine when I'm trying to explain abortion and things like that, it can be, it can be tough. Those, because, um, not only that, those are much more sensitive stories. As well, well, and those stories hit home, too. So people yeah. take those a little more personally than, yes. say, an Amtrak train. Right. Exactly. And I will tell you, the people on the train, um, they, they take it. They took it. It was a big deal to them. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Abortion, guns, yeah. um, anything with religion. Those are those are big. But I always try. You to, have to be so accurate not and precise it, to what to yes. what you're and um, indifferent reporting, yeah. Yes, in in fair and um, mm. now you know exactly. And then what I always try to do too with my style of reporting is, and I couldn't do this in the nineties because it didn't exist. But I try to link to the bill that they're discussing, so people can I I can explain it, but I always like to link to it so people can read so exactly, you can see it, they can see it. Yes, the problem we run gauge into, your own opinion it, yes. exactly. Yes, because I try to you know some of them have thirty amendments on it, and I mm-hmm. can't go into every detail on every amendment. And how do, hey, how can you? you? You just, especially in a one minute newscast. Mm-hmm. So I try to link to those. But the problem, even with that, Scott, is when, especially in budget bills, when they're being amended and you link to it, what people are reading is not always the final bill that's been passed. So I have to clarify that mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the final version. And sometimes, and quite frankly, sometimes the lawmakers have to vote on a bill like that that they haven't had a chance to read over because it's changing at the last minute. For instance, mm-hmm. the very last day of session in the last hour, there was a, and I'm laughing because it was just so chaotic <laughs> because it was a controversial stuff, but it was absentee voting. And, uh, and then they had to get to hyperloop.
loop right after that. But this absentee voting thing came up at 530. The mandatory adjournment was six. They didn't have hardly any time. Plus, people were given farewell speeches. There was very and motorcycle helmets came up right oh, after that. As right, well. yeah. OK. And yeah, about the that. chairman just he explained it as best he could. And it had been negotiated overnight. But the final version was not up. And he told people and people. Basically, they trust this man. His name is Dan Scholl. He's from Imperial. He's a straight shooter. He had to tell them kind of verbally, hey, this is in it. This is not in it. And they trust him, and they were right, and he was right, because what they were looking at online was not that version of the bill. Mm-hmm. The same with the Hyperloop and the motorcycle helmet bill. Mm-hmm. But the lawmakers know they have to give their word, especially like that, because if they don't, um, then they won't be trusted. And uh, in, in this case, all the lawmakers, these sponsors, explained it and helped me also be able to explain what that bill was. And it still was complicated trying to explain that. I had to spend time after adjournment talking to... <laughs> this is me anxiety. Just we're we're only going to get more <laughs> yeah. complicated, yeah. though, as we progress on. Well, it, Absolutely. It, it, it was a hard one, but, I mean, that tells you something. And really, it was not... Um, it was about COVID more than anything else. Is so it more that, complex in the in the wording of the the legislation, or is it more complex in the the additions? I think it's in the wording because they're written by attorneys mm-hmm. for the most part, and I understand now, it. Is that done on purpose to maybe mislead? I don't the language. I, just language, the language make it a little more complicated, yeah. so it's a little it's more a great, misleading. It's a great question. I don't think so. I really don't because those those a lot of that language is written by the nonpartisan staff that work for the House, and they they are respected by both sides. I really think what it boils down to now it is complex, but the word shall versus will is used a lot, mm-hmm. and I mean one word can throw out a bill if it goes to the court. But I think the reason the lawyers write a lot of that is because. It, uh, the letter or the word a versus the or shall versus must. All this sounds uh, like stuff that will hold up in court. It could. It, it absolutely could. So and I've seen bills tossed out because of one word. So they they words they, have meanings. They, they, they do. And they get a little complex. That said, the um, the lawmakers know and they, thank goodness they're patient with me because they know on, for instance, Cody Smith on that thirty six billion dollar supplemental budget that the morning they voted on it, they started, they were thirty four. Four billion, I believe, and by a couple hours later, had gone to thirty-six billion. Oh my god! I'm not, <laughs> not sure where at that time, it, but he was able to confirm and said, "You can go with and quote me. It's thirty-six billion." I went. I said, "House Budget Committee Chairman wow. Cody Smith tells mm-hmm. me this is a thirty-six billion dollar supplemental budget." When the chairman of the House Budget Committee tells you on the record it's thirty-six billion. It's good to go. Yeah, you, you can you quote go him. with that. And, yeah. you, and you quote Absolutely. him. You quote him. And then that's when you tweet it out. And that's when I tweeted it out. And uh, and I explained we'll learn some of the details mm-hmm. later because a lot of it they were still trying to. And a lot of it was federal money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of, about the Federal CARES Act. Well, you're talking about all all these names and everything. You've been everywhere, man. Like Brian's been on TV. He's mm-hmm. reported from gubernatorial swearing in ceremonies. I've seen to, that, by the way. Yeah, he's been very tw- handsome on the And we were talking earlier. Yeah. He's been the college football scoreboard guy here for the last 21 seasons. So what's your favorite and your least favorite parts of your job? That's a great question. Um, I would say Tom Bowman, who is our boss, will will tell you, and I've told him very, very uh, many times (laughs) that uh, I really love the college scoreboard shows the much because I'm a news junkie. I love it. But I feel like I can have a little bit more personality on the And and I definitely don't give my opinion, but I have a little more fun with it on the college football. You definitely. 
certainly it, do. It, it, and it is. And I certainly I try to be professional. I add so much information as best I can. But even that, guys, has gotten – I'm not going to use the word political because that's not the right word. That's gotten – people, the comments sometimes from people on Twitter are so hateful. That's that's uh, Twitter, though. Well, Twitter's social a, media. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter's it, a, a disease. So. It, it, it's just uh, – you know, uh, because sometimes we, we, we're ad-libbing and we're doing, you mm-hmm. know, just report after report. Sometimes it just comes in. And, yes, I'll make a mistake. Maybe I'll call Michigan, Ohio State. But that's going to happen. And 99% of the time people are 99.9. But occasionally you have somebody that's really, well, you, you should know it's <laughs> Ohio State or whatever. But, again, when you, of course, in your mind you think you said Michigan. I'm using And I don't know if that's the exact school. Right. But, but that's an example. But I love that. But I wish people, I wish some of the sports fans would understand sports is a diversion. It is away from some of the, I was I was at the Capitol. It is. It's it, a vacation from your everyday life. It, exactly. And I, I know that it, you know, it's a very important thing here, but I love that the most. I enjoy it. I love the, uh, I love covering the Capitol. Uh, I love covering the hearings and stuff because those mm-hmm. are, those are fun. I think the, the maybe, I'm not going to say least favorite, but the hardest is when the hearings go for hours and I know I've got newscasts to do because that can be stressed you know and I'm just backed up backed up and I come back at maybe five six o'clock and I've got lots of stuff still to work on because you try to type as much as you can but yeah. that can be stressful yeah. but the that um, must be the nights I see you at midnight yeah, plus. Yeah. Brian <laughs> you just love the heat yeah, <laughs> you love but it man you love I, the pressure I, I you know I do, I do my best but I, I'll, I'll make one more point um, Scott and Matt about you know the, the sports and how it's it's a diversion yesterday I was at the Capitol covering a uh, it was a press conference and it was a lady from young lady from St. Louis Angela Kinder was her name and her mother had died from COVID back in June and uh, she brought photos of people who have died from COVID Mm. 15 photos um older some younger some middle age it was very that's powerful it was powerful and she was there and, and she basically called on the state leadership to take the virus more seriously that was that was her call i was there and, and interviewed um well i asked some questions at the press conference mm-hmm. but i'm using that as example that was powerful um and there was a lawmaker who had suffered from covid he's he's 79 years old who was there to speak as well but that is that that can be stressful and um you know, I'm using. I'm thinking back. Let's just say Ohio State's playing Michigan in a, in a normal year. Let's mm-hmm. just not say in a normal year. And some people act like the team that lose that that's the end of the world. <laughs> right. And it's not the end of the world. No, it is it, not. It's not. And I'm not saying. And I want the college football. Fan. I know how important it is, but it's not the same as Speaking what. Speaking of about. COVID, yeah. The St. Louis Cardinals have played five games yeah. so far. Yeah. Well, I heard a great quote the other day, uh, and it was, I want all the sports to come back, but not at the cost of lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the situation with the Cardinals, that's an interesting quote, mm-hmm. very powerful. Uh, I, I've been i have been covering that from afar. I know Bill Pollock, our colleague, has done a, a much more detailed job, so he's really handled that for us. But uh, it seems like, and I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know how that's going to well, work. Well, they have to play 55 games. Right now, it's 55. Five games in like forty six. Wow, Fit, well, they had to play fifty five games in forty six days. It's I don't even know how that's so. Probably, they're yeah. gonna have to do double headers. Yeah, like every other day. Just and, to well, catch and up. those and guys are no living in a bubble. Yeah. How how do they expect the collegiate world to do it? Yeah, it's but a, are they living in a bubble? 
Well, yeah. apparently not. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. Again, I'm kind of following this from afar, just like you guys mm-hmm. are, about the Big 12 and what's going to happen with the All ACC it, yeah. and the SEC. We really don't know. Health is the most important thing. Absolutely. I'll be prepared if there are scoreboards, and I'll also be prepared if they're not. But the Mountain West has come. Uh, the Mountain mm-hmm. West is canceled. Mm-hmm. So is the Big 10. But but we'll see what happens. But uh, the situation with the Cardinals is, especially because they have access to wonderful doctors and right. things like that, it's just it shows how it, it can spread. Um, the one thing the, the the state health director, Dr. Randall Williams, has said every time I go to his briefings, and he speaks with the governor. He, he doesn't call them himself, but he keeps saying, wash your hands. It sounds simple. Wash your hands. Um, wear a mask. Social distance. It sounds simple. And yet, uh, and both of you have seen it, he and the governor have both pointed out that at the Lake of the Ozarks, we have people that are piling into these pools in those videos. Right. That, go, that was a bar a couple weeks ago. Record numbers of tourism dollars coming in at the lake this year. Yeah. And, uh, and the governor, obviously, some of them aren't social distancing because we've seen the videos. So the governor and the health director have both said that it's the young people, mm-hmm. the 20 and 30s, 20 and 30, basically between 20 and 40. Those numbers have I'd be so more much. worried about catching an STD than COVID <laughs> down in one of those pools. <laughs> I've seen some of the videos. Those pools are nasty. Yeah. It's, so it's chlorine it's kinda, in it. Yeah. It is, it is scary. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so, Brian, I got one more question sure. for you. So, if there's a young person listening today sure. that would love to be in your shoes, mm-hmm. Where and, and they came to you and asked you, how do I get my start, Brian? Yeah. How do I become the next house? What would yeah. you tell them? Well, I'll tell you, I would do tell them that um, it's hard to replace anybody. Um, so fo- follow their heart in what they, what they want to do uh, because there are other broadcasters out there as well. And it might be a local broadcaster in their communities. That get, That's a great point you ask because if you compare the situation now, Scott, in 2020 with what I started in 1993 mm-hmm. – and especially in the small markets, there Same were for us. many more, exactly, many more small market stations. I started in Carrollton at KMZU, and we had a farm director at the time. His name was Jay Trude. I think he's with the Cattlemen's Association in Washington, but much bigger staff, KMMO and KCHI, all these stations, much bigger staffs than they do now. And that, I think, is important. I think it's good to start in a smaller market where you can make mistakes. I'm not talking about the mistakes that you right. would get sued, but we all make mistakes. I, I, we, we all make them even today. And the key is you just try to correct them as best you can. Most of you, them are, you learn and move on. Exactly. Minimize. And, and sometimes, exactly. And sometimes it is a mistake. I'll give you guys an example. I wouldn't call it a mistake, but maybe it was. But in the flood of 93, I got to Carrollton in October. We were still dealing with the flood, even though it was quote unquote over. Well, it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. There was still, in fact, I'd argue today there's still a lot of mm-hmm. damage. Many of those towns have never recovered. But Wayne Combs, who hired me, and I, this was pre-internet, no cell phones. We would quote the Army Corps of Engineers about road closings. And this is a great example to young people that are thinking about this, about the importance of attribution. And I would quote Army Corps spokesman, Colonel whoever um, says road such and such is closed or this highway's closed, this is underwater. And Wayne and I at the end were, were I wouldn't say criticized, but people would call in and say, no, that's that's not necessarily the case. It, it's here. And I think that shows the importance of attribution. We were attributing it to the core and they were getting it from people. Well, some of these areas were blocked off and 
it, it shows the importance of actually hearing from the people in those areas as well. So attribution, and especially when you get into the more um, high profile or sensitive subjects like abortion, things like that, where you quote court documents, that attribution is important. I, I hope that's being taught as much as it was mm. when I was in journalism school. But I would say attribution, learn that, start in a small market, be patient and give yourself some time. But it is a tough uh, business now, especially for it's tough for all of us. But a lot of the smaller stations are um, hurting. Some are going away mm-hmm. from news. A lot of them are going away from news. And they furloughed people. Yes. Yeah. And we've seen that with some of our affiliates. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't mention stations or names, but I've seen it. And it hurts people. And the other thing is in these communities, those radio stations depend on the local stations for weather. In North Missouri, I can tell you still today, thank goodness, anywhere in North Missouri, all the way down to Columbia, if there's bad weather, people tune to 104.7 in Moberly. And you can get yep. it from the Iowa border here to Jet mm-hmm. City to Hannibal all the way to Carrollton. And if there's bad weather, they tune in severe weather because it's going to be covered and they walk the storm in. A lot of them don't have. And I was part of their coverage for years. I still listen to it. Not as many stations doing that. That's an art form that's going away in small yeah. stations. It it's, really is. It's And it's sad. Brian, you're a national treasure, man. <laughs> you are too, buddy. <laughs> so, but we do, we do our best. And uh, the key, I think, is just try to be, try to do the best you can in difficult circumstances. And um, it's hard. Do you want to give yourself a plug real quick on where they can find you? Uh, I'm, my Twitter handle is at Brian on the air, Brian on the air. And then I would also, if I could give a um, shout out to at Missouri net and then Missouri net.com. There you go. Because a lot of times with the one minute newscast, we can't play. we really can't play a full interview. We can play long sound bites, but I can put the full interviews up that we do with the various lawmakers on there. I'm working on a story right now. Um, Matt, when it deals with a hospital that's going to mm-hmm. try to reopen in Kennett. And it's a huge story down in the boot heel. And I've got an interview with the state representative in Dexter, and that interview will be posted. So that's a story, even though it's in Kennett, it may seem local, but it really affects the whole region and the whole state because uh, of what's happening. But people can find that on MissouriNet.com. Mm. Brian Houseworth, thank you. Good to see you. Thank, thank you, you so much you for your time. Appreciate it. Godspeed to both of you. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to the old 77. It's a safe place. In an unsafe world. I feel Man. cool as hell right now, Scott. Mm, it's got those shades on. Oh. You should. That was a fine, fine interview we both had with, with Mr. Brian Houseworth. He is such a professional in every aspect of what he does. I can't say enough nice things about him, man. I really can't. You don't meet, you don't meet another guy who's so sincere about just friendship and profession. Yeah, it's very rare in this business. Just a very loyal guy. Yeah, very rare in our business. So I'm just, Brian, thank you very much. Yeah, man. We thank love you. you so much, man. Thank you. We, we And we do. We appreciate all of our friends all the here respect, at the 77. All the respect is over here. It, yeah. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. You know, how do you feel about Michael Bolton? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> when a man yes. loves Brian Houseworth. Mm. <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of posts going into this Brian, one. <laughs> it's okay. I know you're listening and you're chuckling right now. I'm not trying he, to embarrass he's you. He's so uncomfortable at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. But again, thank you. Mm. So we want to uh, completely kidding. highlight the fact that Jeff City is like nowhere else that we've ever been. We love this. This is our home. And, and we want to continue doing episodes here 
locally in Jeff City. Mm-hmm. So if you would, please think about becoming a sponsor of the show today. You can go to patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. If you want to email us, uh, go to the old 77 podcast at gmail.com. Right. Or you can call or text our listener line at 573-246-0779. That's 573-246-0779. And by now, you've probably found us on any of our platforms. Because we're everywhere, man. Yeah. We're so on I don't Anchor. really have to... Go to iTunes and leave us a review or something. Hey, you can review us even uh, on uh, Google, because we have a Google business page. Absolutely, We're even there. You know, write something on our Facebook page. Don't be bashful, man. Say say nice things. Say nice nice. things about me, please. Yeah. I mean, come on. I get butthurt quick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I I do. I do. No, I do. I do. I totally. Anyway, so uh, please, after that, uh, well, let's shut it down. Why not? Let's shut it down. (laughs) Let's shut down shop. Like 50 cent. Right. Bring it on down. So, hey, thanks, guys, for listening. Really, really means a lot. We'll see you guys next week. See you. Bye. This is the one and only Old 77. Call or text the Old 77 listener line at 573-246-0779. Thanks for listening to the Old 77.